Hello, this is Rob and Mike from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, and this is Think Smart with TMFG. Today on Think Smart with TMFG, Mike and I are going to be discussing the value of advice. Mike, I was reading the annual value of advice study by Russell Investments, and I've always found this study very interesting because it talks about the value of financial advisors. And, and I think as advisors, you and I know we've sometimes had difficulty quantifying the value of the advice that we provide. And clients sometimes will say, well, why am I paying you that 1% or 1.5% fee or whatever it is? And you have to go into an explanation of all the different things you do. What this study does is it really looks at everything and says, but where where does it add value in in a numerical sense? Where does it give the investor a higher rate of return? So the first one that we've talked about a lot is active rebalancing of investment portfolios. So tell me, Mike, why why rebalancing is important. And, and I think if we look at the last two years, we've seen two great examples of why you need to rebalance. But, but what's the value to the client and, and why do we rebalance? Why don't we just let things run? So there's two pieces to rebalance. One is to keep you on your risk tolerance. So the problem is if we know that equities perform better than bonds over a long period of time, and if someone starts with a portfolio and they're going to age as time goes along, their portfolio is naturally going to become more aggressive if you don't make any adjustments to it, which will make it so they end up in too risky of a portfolio at an inopportune mm-hmm. time as they get older. So there has to be a re- rebalancing process to make sure the portfolio aligns with that. The second piece is we know the markets tend to be a little bit cyclical. And everyone talks about this idea of buy low and sell high. Well, buy low, sell high is a great term to put out there, but you need a system to ensure you do buy low and sell high. And the rebalancing system allows you to really take advantage of that because when you're forced to rebalance into an asset group, generally it's when that asset group is underpriced or at a low point. And where you're going to take the money from is an asset group that is doing better at the time or is at a high point. So it naturally adds some return to your portfolio. The return isn't as much as you think it would be, though. You think by, by being able to buy low and, and sell higher is a good strategy. This active rebalancing, at least the research says, typically adds only 0.04% of annual return to the portfolio. Now, compound that over you know a 10-year period, and it adds to something, but it's not a huge difference in return. As you said, the key is it it keeps the portfolio where it should be. It's the risk management. And what what's going against it is the rebalancing does work and add return from when it happens. But the reality, if you let a portfolio run for 20 years and became much more aggressive 20 years down the road, it would probably give you higher returns because it's going to be more equity-based. So if you started with a 60% equity portfolio, 10 years out, it could be 80. Could, could be 80. Yeah. So you're in the wrong portfolio, but the 80 is going to perform better. Right. Right. So, so uh, the best way of de- dealing with that is that active rebalancing. And we, you know, everyone has different rules of when to rebalance. All the research I've looked at always shows the same thing. You're better to look at it regularly 
and you're better to set a parameter and use that parameter to rebalance. So we happen to use 15% for the total portfolio. What I remember from all that research is more based on consistency rather than what your system was. Yeah. As opposed to, I think I'll rebalance now. Yep. Probably not a good idea. The next one I'll touch on, and, and this is the one that, again, hard to quantify, but this study, and, and I've seen lots of studies like it, have up, come up with the same thing. And this one is really important. And it's and how important is it? It's worth 2% a year. And it's called behavioral coaching. And what it is, is keeping the client in the portfolio that they started with. And, and not allowing them to go to cash when the market's down, not allowing them to get too excited and to start chasing winners or to dump losers. It be, it's a tricky one because people sometimes don't believe it, but I can tell you la- a year ago, March, so going back a year ago when the markets took that dive, I took more phone calls in two days than I have over the, this entire summer. So, you know, you say it may not exist, but from my experience, it exists. Well, it's interesting right now because the market's high. Yep. Is it too high? No one knows. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into that discussion. But we're not getting any calls that the market's too high. No one's too upset. They're not too upset. They they'll say to me, I hear this a lot. I don't understand it, but I'm happy it's happening. But if the market's as it's you know, let's say it's up whatever fifty percent. If it's down twenty percent. The phone starts ringing. Yeah. Behavioral. So, and and the longer we've been at this, the more we've realized when, and someone wants to make a change because of some of those reasons of fear, typically, or greed, it's the wrong time to do it. And the market will correct itself. So behavior coaching is huge. Now, if you go and try and do it your, yourself with, you know, well, simple or, or any of these, you know, quest trade, you don't get a lot of behavioral coaching in that. And the research says you're probably going to miss out on that 2% or it's going to cost you a 2% fee because you're going to make those behavioral mistakes. What else? There's also customized client experience and planning. So again, this is something you can add. You know, they, they try, try to quantify it. They put a value of 0.39% on it. Um, but the planning can make a huge difference in your savings. It can make a difference in how your spending is going. You know, I've always found that planning is the most crucial part of someone's entire financial, uh, all, all their financial things that we do. Financial planning is the most crucial. But these, there, there's two different things here. The first one, the one that's, you know, is really what we call customizing it for the individual client. So that's 39 basis points. Now, and and typically the planning fee that an advisor would charge, the average is around uh, one, just a little over 1%, 1.04%. If you went to a robo, you're typically going to pay 43 basis points. So the difference the advisor cost is, is about 61 basis points. Yep. But that means you've got someone working with you who understands your situation, who's customizing the thing just for you and your spouse and your family. 
Well, the other thing that people forget is everyone's very different. And this is what takes experience. There, there are some people that I know aren't going to need much money in retirement. They're, they're spending, you know, $40,000, $45,000 a year. They'll never spend any more than that. And I can design a plan that's going to meet those needs and make sure they're saving the right amount of money. And maybe they, ha- they can retire early. Maybe they can retire at 55 years old because they don't have those needs. I have other people that come in and they need to spend $200,000 a year. And they may have to work until they're 70 to make sure they don't go broke. And they need someone there on the side to take a look at this, understand their lifestyle, understand how they spend, and understand the adjustments they can make. Because the one thing experience helps in this business is I, I know people don't really change. People will tell you they change. People can't change their spending habits. If you drive a Toyota, you're always going to drive a Toyota. If you drive a Rolls Royce, you're always going to want a Rolls Royce. You sit in economy, you're having a hard time just even to go up to premium economy, right? People don't know this, but because we've dealt with a thousand clients over the years, we have a good feel toward how all this works. And there's usually not many surprises. I've yet to be surprised by a client spending. Next, I'm going to talk about product alignment. So what does product alignment mean? Well, think of all these different things. We've got the client's risk profile. So what's, you know, are they conservative? Are they moderate? Are they aggressive? Are they ultra conservative? Um, All their different types of accounts. So they're going to have, you know, RSPs, uh, locked in RSP accounts, tax-free savings accounts, in-trust accounts, RESPs, some people, you know, RDSPs. The list is endless. And then you've got all these different products there. How do you put it all together? How do you fit that whole thing? So what the study says is that's actually worth about 62 basis points. So that's pretty high up. It's all, you know, a little north of half a percent a year in value by doing proper product alignment yeah. versus all the different accounts you have. So for, forget what's in the accounts, what accounts you have, basically. Next, we go to, and we've touched on this, tax-efficient planning and investing. Tax-wise, where's the best place to put everything? And we, we have a basic rule. Fixed investments, the best place for them to go is in those registered accounts, the, the RSPs, the RIFs, the Liras. Um, open accounts, equities do much better. They're much more tax preferred. So what's the value on that? They actually say about 66 basis points, once again, over half a percent a year. It's big. Remember the one thing about a dollar saved on tax is a dollar in your pocket. Someone promising you an extra dollar's worth of return may or may not happen. Right, that's expectations. But if you can actually save someone a dollar in tax, that is a dollar that they get to keep after tax in their pocket. It's got tremendous value to it. So now let's look at all of this. You start to put it together. You've got you know rebalancing at four basis points. You got another two percent here, another sixty-three basis points here, another sixty-two here. Mike added it up, and it comes to four, almost just under four percent a year the value of advice. And it may not be that your portfolio gets that 4% every year, but over a 10-year period, you're going to capture those returns. And some years, maybe the value is only 1% or half a percent. Other years, that value could be 7 or 8% because of the behavior element. It almost lines up with that study where they show that how people do, investors do versus the markets. You know, they show that the average market return is at, you know, 9.8% and the average investor return. And I'm just making yeah, up numbers four here. Four or 5%. Yeah. 
And you see that difference in there. There's a delta that keeps on getting involved. Well, why can't people just perform like the market? It seems pretty easy, doesn't it? And we thought it was all just bad timing. There's so much more to it than bad timing. That brings us to the end of another week. Thank you for joining us. This is Rob and Mike with Think Smart from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, reminding you to live the life that makes you happy. been listening to the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.